So welcome to another day, another meditation. Today, we're gonna call this meditation, You. We're gonna tap in to some of the bits and pieces that help build us. So before we start, I wanted to just thank Energy Hospital, St. Finnegan, for creating this beautiful track that I call Emotional Real Estate. And um, it's gonna just be supporting us underneath this meditation. So I invite you to take your first inhale here through the nose, fill the body with this beautiful breath. Feel free to sit back in your space. Allow the spine to relax. Notice if there's space between the vertebrae. And just begin to invite yourself into your body. Softly exhaling, clear on time. We're gonna inhale again here. Softening the eyes. Softening the shoulders. Softening the approach. Leaning into ourselves. So leaning back and into ourselves. And we're gonna inhale here again. Begin to fill the body with oxygen. When you feel like you've come to full, pause. And then inhale some more. Pause again. And notice if there's a little bit more room. So inhale some more. Softly exhale when you're ready. A warm drink is always welcome. Notice if your body is comfortable here. Notice if there is anything that might be distracting you. Notice how your body reacts to it. And you can meet it with stillness. Stillness of the body itself. The more the body relaxes, the more the mind has the ability to soften and relax as well. So just pay attention to what that is like. So adjust yourself accordingly. 
wherever you are. And notice if there is any way you can commit to some stillness in the body as your mind moves. What does what that does is it helps focus. It helps create focus. Yesterday I asked a question. And the question was What are some of the expenses in life? If you had to list some of your biggest biggest expenses, what would they be? And we were addressing it from an emotional aspect. Just paying attention to what weighs heavy on an emotional field like what what is sitting there and lingering and dragging you down throughout the day so much of the mindset is if i make more money if i had more energy if I had more of something, more will compensate for whatever is dragging me down. Instead of working on prevention, on surrendering to what we have, just being okay with the space we're in, and asking ourselves, how we can how can we adjust accordingly from here so just think about what might be an expense for you it can be one word and just notice how it manifests in the body what does it prevent you from doing on a daily basis. What does it do to your mind? What does it do to your body? So from a mind perspective, it usually takes up a lot of thinking space, a lot of room. So back to interior design, if our body and our mind was a space, whatever this expense is would be clutter. So a lot of a lot of us come from a space where we're like, you know, we have aspirations and dreams, which is fine. But then there's also the reality of what is the space you're living in right now? What, how much room do you have so that we can know how, how to arrange the furniture and what kind of furniture we can bring into the home, right? Into that space. 
when we're dealing with our emotions and our reality versus our aspirations, what we're doing on a daily basis is taking the time to actually surrender to be like, this is my space. This is, these four walls is what I have available. So how much energy you have in a day, how much time you have in a day, that means whatever time you get up in the morning, that is going to determine how, much, how many hours you have in the day. And then the components that we fill the space with. When we think about these components that we fill the space with, we have to be realistic in what we can also afford, right? Because it's not only financial, it's emotional. So much of how we focus on things are, um, are financial when a lot of times it's just it's really emotional. So when you think about a room and you want to buy a couch, you, you can't buy a couch that's not going to support the room, right? The functionality of the room. If you do, you're just going to keep stumbling on it or having trouble with walking in and out or the piece of furniture is going to take up most of the space in the room. For a lot of us, we commit to the furniture in our room, which is that emotion, rather than looking at the space from an interior design perspective and saying, how can I create something more functional for myself rather than what pieces, how much can I fit inside? When we take the time in the morning to find stillness within ourselves and breathe into this space, what we're doing is, is we're taking the time to understand the dimension of the day. For some of us, we'll have more energy. For some of us, we'll have less. Every day is different in a woman's cycle. So it's so important to take the time to just gauge where you are so that you can know if that day was the first, was a room. What are you filling that room with today? So because we come from a world that we are consuming there's so much consumption going on, we struggle with the idea of creating boundaries and like portions almost and things with moderation. You know, when, when we buy food, there comes like portion size and super size they're always telling you what the size is. Sometimes that distracts us from asking ourselves, 
are we in a space where we're noticing where we're full when something is too much, right? If there's a conversation that we're having, um, if the, the workload is, is too overwhelming, if the thoughts in our mind are taking over the day, if they're translating into emotion that is not letting us do anything but just find our way around it. So I want you to take a moment to notice if you have any of this kind of clutter or a roadblock that is here today. Sometimes by noticing what it is, we can understand how to work around it or how to eliminate it. And it doesn't have to be forever. Just like with furniture, you can pay for storage. It just doesn't have to be in the space right now. So understanding, let's understand the functionality of the room for a moment. So the space that we're in, the space that's available to us is there to function, right? Form and function work hand in hand. What function is, is things that operate, right? From a smooth, a smooth perspective, things that are there to go right, right? without any hiccups. When we create organization in our lives, we know where things are. We can go and draw on them when we need them. So you can open a drawer and know what's in there if we constantly put things back into that drawer, right? So then what happens then is we spend less time looking. When our emotions are scattered, when there is clutter, we spend so much time looking for things and then they become obstacles. So then we have, then the new pattern that we deal with in life is the sense of obstacles. The question is, who created them? And how do we make them disappear? So I've introduced this idea a couple months back of the monsters we create, right? The concept of feeding, feeding ideas, feeding thoughts, we create a monster sometimes, this illusion, out of something that isn't real. And that becomes the roadblock in our life. If we take the time to create function in the form, right? So from the interior design, we take the time to realistically look at our space, say, I have 
only a certain amount of energy today. And we surrender to that. We know, okay, I got to work slow. Or I have a lot of energy today. I can do a lot of things. Thinking about the tasks that have to be done in the day, how much energy they're going to take. And then we begin to work with ourselves. And again, nothing has to be set in stone. But you create a basic kind of formula for yourself. There's a sense of organization that is available, like just like with the drawer, you can reach and you know what's going to be in there. You're going to know what to expect. You know where things are. So emotionally, it kind of works the same way. When we begin to create consistency and order in our life to the best of our ability, we can't control everything. But there definitely, definitely are certain things we can control. What ends up happening is we create this stability and function that is there to support us. Just like if it was a room that was built, that was designed to function. And support you. So I want you to think about when you're doing something that you really, really like. Think about something you really enjoy, something that is simple for you to do, and something that is that brings you joy. Usually, when we're in a space where we're doing something that we enjoy. What happens is, is the ego disappears. The you disappears. Worries disappear. Challenges disappear. Obstacles disappear. There's a sense of flow that we can really, really tap into makes it easy for us to function. So take a moment to just think about for you what that thing is. Begin to notice the sensations that it brings to you, the support it makes you feel, the confidence begins to develop in that space, the people you're surrounded with in that moment. created begin to disappear. The ego is also eliminated. And what happens here is you're able to really sit in your best self. So what what is here 
what is in this space that is not available to you in other spaces and that is it's just one thing really it's that when you are in a space when you're happy there's this sense of organization you know where things are there isn't this built up ego false self triggers anything from the outside isn't really invited in when you're in your best self what's happening is is you you have a good understanding just like with a room you're not you have full control over the design that means also what comes in and out and that's building boundaries things that make us happy things that we do that help us with flow that flow state allow us to blossom there's a functionality aspect that things work and the thing the reason we know it works is because there's this genuine contentment inside and worry can disappear just for that moment If you want to discover how to create functionality for the rest of your day, the best advice I can give you is to tap into that space, asking yourself what makes you happy and why. What do you feel when you're happy and content? What does it do for you? what kind of order so it's more than pleasure and that's the misconception that we some of us think oh well when i'm happy there's this extra you know there's this extra pleasure involved which is excess and that's not true there's a sense of functionality so sometimes it can be excess excess but there's a sense of functionality that we crave in a sense of happiness There's order, some some kind of order inside that we desire. So as you move through your day today, take the time to notice what that is. What that order feels like. And again, when you're creating that space in your interior design, Once you created the space, give yourself permission to live with that space rather than begin to clutter again. Because a lot of times, first for a lot of us as soon as there's space, we try to fill it. So there's this kind of constant like um empty and full happening, which is really a consumer experience rather than a healthy experience so as you enter your day ask yourself does does this create support for me does this create 
functionality? Does this help me flow? Does this create more or less worry? And again, there, we're going to run into things that, that we struggle with. We, we are going to run into failure. We are going to run into challenge. But the thing is, does challenge or that failure become the piece of furniture? Or is it the insight that we haven't found what we needed? We haven't discovered what we need to discover. Something that happened to me recently was there were a couple choices I had to make in the last couple months, business-related, home-related. And again, I moved from one city to another. There was a lot of movement. It's moving an entire family over. A lot of shifts happened. And I had to make a couple choices. And it turned out that out of a couple of those choices, a couple things fell through. Financially costing, um, emotionally costing, business, just a couple things. But the beauty is, is that, yes, it was frustrating. It was frustrating that those people weren't able to deliver or those projects weren't able to sustain themselves. So I took the time to sit back and look at and just observe. And from the observation, I usually do make good choices. So what went wrong here? Number one, we always need Tiafajmaya. So we're never making these decisions alone. There has to be this sense of emotional and spiritual alignment as well. So that's number one. So if it's not meant to be, sometimes that's a surrender, surrendering to that. But on a physical level, I, I asked myself, okay, what, what could have possibly been the challenge here? And the thing that I came up with, again, for each of us, it could be a little different. Because there was so much movement happening at once, which is not something I could have controlled. It's just the fact of what it was. Some of the, some of the um, choices that I had to make were almost happening as in I was, it's almost like faith-based. I was, I, was, I was guessing, I was coming from a place where there was a little bit more chaos than there usually was. Um, I wasn't familiar with that space fully when I had to make that choice. And that happens in life. In life, sometimes we need to make choices not knowing all the components. We got to just take a chance on it. But on a day-to-day basis, we have the opportunity to take the time to get to know our space. And by getting to know the space and creating functionality within the space, there is so much that's familiar to us. And that familiarity is knowing what it feels like to be in that flow state. Take the time to organize. Take the time to get to know what those pieces are for you and where you're coming from, what the mindset you're making certain decisions from. So if you're coming from a place of desperation or um, worry, 
sometimes we're not taking the full picture into in in you know into consideration so it's taking the time to pause look at the space fully and be like oh does this fit or does it not if you struggle with it the beauty is is that's why they're also professionals right so just like with it with interior design in a space like you can you can hire someone so it's just taking the time to find somebody to talk to find somebody to work it out with and notice if there is room for something new or room for some change in that space so thanks so much for joining me today in this uh meditation we do this daily i'm esther your host um and this is an ujjayi self-care meditation powered by ujjayi inc have a wonderful day